Hey everyone, welcome back to the Westbridge Church Podcast. To learn more about Westbridge Church, including our service times, visit us online at westbridgedanville.com. This week's message comes from Wes Johnson, and we hope it encourages you to take your next step in your faith journey. Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome to our Christmas Eve service here at Westbridge Church. It's great to have all of you here tonight. Um, We are so looking forward to this time that we get to spend um, together. Welcome to those of you who might be here for the first time. Maybe you live around here um, in our community, but you've never been here before. Um, We're so glad that you're here. Thank you for choosing to spend Christmas Eve uh, with us. We'd love the chance to meet you and get to know you, find out if there's a way that we can pray for you or serve you um, right now. For those of you who are visiting family and you've come into town, welcome to you as well. Uh, thanks for coming. You know, we were joking in the first service last year, or last year there was that bomb cyclone. You remember that? It was the week of Christmas and the temperature just plummeted. But this year, God went a different direction and we have been blessed with 60 degree weather at Christmas. It's weird. So if you came up from down south and you were looking for a white Christmas, sorry about you. But if you came from up north and you were hoping for a Florida Christmas, we got you covered. We don't know how to explain it. This is what it's like in Indiana. That's that's just how it goes. Well, we love these Christmas Eve services. They're some of our favorite services of the year. Um, And you know that feeling at Christmas time when you just feel close, like with your family members, with your friends, whether it's, you, you know, you huddle around the Christmas tree or it's or at, at Christmas dinner on, on Christmas Day, where you, you just feel close. You know, even that one strange uncle, everybody just feels close. You know what I'm talking about? Don't turn and look at them if they're sitting in your row. Don't do that. Well, guys, our, our prayer is that that's what this would feel like. As we gather tonight as the family of God to celebrate the birth of the Savior. And not only that we might feel close with one another, but even more than that, that we might be reminded through the Christmas story that we're going to read tonight that we have a God who has come close to us. Hey, Jesus is proof of that. And no matter what kind of year you have had, um, whether it was filled with joys or or sorrows or whether it was a, um, a mixed bag or whatever season of life you find yourself in right now, our prayer tonight is that God would meet you with his hope joy and peace as he reminds you through his word that he has come near to you and he is near to you through Emmanuel, our God with us. So Father, we pray tonight that you would make your presence known to us as we worship you through these songs, as we read the story once again in your word. God, would you help us to see even more the glory of the Savior, We pray tonight that if there are any in here who are feeling hopeless, God, would you meet them with hope? For those in here that are longing, God, would you remind them tonight that you alone can satisfy? God, for those who might be tempted to despair, Lord, would you fill their hearts with joy, knowing that we have a Savior, and knowing that you are with us. We thank you, God, for this chance we have to gather and worship you. May you be glorified by this time we spend together. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's stand together and sing to him. Glory. 
newborn King. Glory to the newborn King. Glory, glory to the newborn King. Christ by highest heaven adored. Christ the everlasting Lord. Late in time, behold Him come.
and dreamless sleep the silent stars go by yet in thy dark streets shineth the everlasting light the hopes and fears of all the years are met Thy dark streets shine the everlasting light. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in these Come to us, abide with us, our Lord Emmanuel. The prayer of God's people for centuries. You know, we know the Christmas story does not begin at an angel appeared to Mary, but the story of the hope of Christmas actually begins way back in Genesis. After mankind falls into sin, God gives them this promise that one day, one would come, the seed of the woman, who would crush the head of the serpent and break the curse of sin. So God's people waited and waited and waited, clinging to the promises of God given through the prophets, through prophets like Micah, who told the people that the Messiah would come from Bethlehem, a small town, that he would become ruler, a shepherd over the people of Israel. They clung to the promises given through the prophet Isaiah, that the Savior would be born of a virgin that the government would be put on his shoulders and he would be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. And of the greatness of his government and peace, there would be no end. So God's people waited, clinging to these promises. They waited through nearly 400 years of silence.
virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and have give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy Spirit, one to be born, will be called the Son of God. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to to public disgrace. He had in mind to divorce her quietly, but after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to call, give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the, the entire, entire Roman world, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house in line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him, and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available.
angels sing Come adore on bended knee Christ the Lord, the newborn King Gloria in excelsis where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented them with gifts of gold, fragrances, and myrrh. After having been warned, Warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. When they had gone to an angel of the Lord, appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, he said, take the child, his mother, and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I take you for. Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. So he got up and took the child and his mother during the night and left for Egypt. When he stayed until the death of Herod, and so was fulfilled what the Lord had said through the prophet out of Egypt, I called my son. When Joseph and Mary had when Joseph and Mary had done everything required by the law, the Lord they returned to Galilee to their own town of Nazareth. And the child grew 
and became strong. He was filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was on him. And this is the testimony God has given us, eternal life, and this life is his son.
gathered to worship and praise tonight. You know, when we behold Jesus for who he is, it changes everything, doesn't it? And we know the Christmas story doesn't end after the manger, right? Instead, Jesus grew up. He lived the perfect life, a life that we could never live. So one day when the time had come, if you remember that The angels heralded the message to the shepherds, Behold, the Savior has been born. But when the time had come, there was a new herald of a new message saying, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. See, behind the manger looms a hill called Calvary in the timeline of Jesus' life. And there on Calvary, Jesus Christ, the Son of the Most High God, the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, Emmanuel, God with us, willingly laid down his life for you and for me so that we might know life full and free, a life that is full of hope, hope in a life eternal with him one day, life eternal in joy and peace with our God. A life that is free, free from the chains of sin that have bound us and weighed us down. This is what Jesus came to do. As we look at the manger, we look beyond to the cross. And we see how big of a display of love this was from our God. That he would come to us when we were dead in our sin. That he would make us alive with Christ. See, our prayer for you this Christmas is that you would know this hope. This is the hope that Jesus came to bring. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but to save the world through him. And tonight if you're here and you have never accepted this gift of grace that God offers you through Jesus and what he has done through his birth, life, death, and resurrection... And we would just say, why not tonight? This is the most important decision that we could ever make. And tonight, the arms of Christ are open to you as we behold our God and think about what he has done for us. And our prayer is that tonight on this Christmas Eve, God would meet you with his hope, with his joy, with his peace. And the only reason we have that is because Jesus came into our mess He is the promised one, the Messiah. He is the one who is going to make all things new. And we, like the people of Israel, we say, O come, O come, Emmanuel, as we await his return. Amen? And so tonight, we we just simply want to give you that invitation. If you want to know how you can have peace in a world that's falling apart, if you want to know how you can have hope in the bleakest of life's circumstances, if you want to know how you can have joy in the midst of sorrow, it is all found in Jesus and only in Jesus. And we would love to help you with that. If you want to know more about who Jesus is and how he can change your life forever, then we would love to talk with you right after the service down front. There's no more important decision that we can make. And guys, this is the hope of Christmas. This is it. We were dead in sin. But God, who is rich in mercy, has made us alive with Christ. And before us tonight stands an invitation to worship the living God because of what he has done. Father, we thank you for this gift of love given in Christ, the gift that we never could have deserved. We never could have earned it, not with a million good deeds, not with a life filled with good intentions, not with our own self-righteousness, and yet you gave it to us freely. Through Jesus Christ, your son, we thank you for the cross that you demonstrated your love for us and that while you, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Lord, we thank you that this Christmas there is hope because Jesus lives. Lord, I pray for anyone in this room tonight who does not have 
a relationship with you, God, would you open their eyes to see the truth of the gospel, to see the beauty of the Savior and what he has done for them. Lord, this Christmas, would you fill our hearts with the hope of your return? Would you fill our hearts with the joy of knowing you and being able to walk with you daily? Would you fill our hearts with peace, knowing that you are still Emmanuel, our God with us? We thank you for this gift. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Emmanuel, 
our God with us. The reason we have hope, the reason we have joy, the reason we have peace, the reason we have life. And he is the reason why we celebrate this Christmas. Why don't we go ahead and stand together. We appreciate you being here tonight. We're going to end our service as we like to end our service every year. Lifting our voices together as we sing Silent Night. for being here tonight. We hope you have a very, very Merry Christmas. Good night, everybody. You are dismissed. encouraged by today's talk and believe it would be helpful for others, please be sure to subscribe or share. To experience other messages or find helpful resources, visit us online at westbridgedanville.com.